Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Garrick. Garrick Wright is with me, the American Patriot, for another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast after a couple weeks hiatus. Garrick, welcome back to the show. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Some of you may not know what we're talking about. We'll get to that in a moment. We're also going to discuss Peter Gay Gay Buttigieg. Oh, butt gargle. Oh, boy. John Gruden's on the schedule. Oh, nice. We'll also talk about our good friend Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and all of the good stuff on another episode here. Well, Garrick, let's start with Let's Go Brandon. (laughs) So there's this NASCAR driver. I think it was NASCAR. It was some type of racing. And uh, he's being interviewed. He won the race by the announcer, and the crowd is chanting, F.U. Biden. Yep. And she tries to cover for the crowd by saying, oh, you can hear the crowd. They're yelling, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) And now this thing is just taken off on wildfire. They're just selling shirts, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Apparently people, I don't know, I guess there's conservatives who work at certain airports because over the loudspeakers, like people have been randomly saying, let's go, Brandon. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, did that did uh, U, the UB game yesterday? Did that break? There out? was nobody there, so there was nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was about two hundred people in the stand, so uh, no, they didn't hear that the UB game. But uh, <laughs> I guess you're. Uh, do you think it's like unseemly to like even if you don't like Joe Biden or any politicians? Do you think it's sort of maybe a bit beneath? beneath us to start chanting, you know, F you in public and stuff. Well, maybe. That sounds like something that Bill O'Reilly would get mad about. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying I'm old, then? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's uh, not exactly the important issue. Uh, but <laughs> well, <laughs> the, Look, maybe, but the fact is, is that if he's going to inject his... Uh, stick his nose into every aspect of our lives. Well, you know, saying F you, I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Also, I really don't think it's that bad. I think it's compared to what he deserves, which is a hanging. I don't really think that saying fuck you, Biden, is really all that bad. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. He's only, well, less than one year in. I would say that he's Probably the worst, maybe next to George Bush, maybe Barack Obama, but maybe the worst president in our lifetimes already. Maybe the most tyrannical. Um, and that's saying something that we had Barack Obama and George Bush and, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's going on a path that's like, wow. Yeah, it, it's hard because I know that. I know that he knows what's going on, but it's not like he's coming up with the ideas right, or the right, right, right. thought. He's he, he just he's more concerned with Hunter getting uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for <laughs> uh, mediocre art. Yeah. Um, it uh, yeah. This is Obama and Susan Rice in the background, and the other globalists that are making all this happen. So. In a sense, I view this more as Barack Obama, the third term, and he's okay. uh, 
So I, I really just consider a continuation of that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's ugly. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And uh, the polls have finally reflected that. I mean, Biden's numbers are... Yeah, not good. <laughs> they are very low, especially for Democrat. Talking low 40s, 30s. I mean, it's, he's getting near Bush and Nixon levels of unpopularity. Yeah, within nine months. Right. I mean, <laughs> this is, you know, Bush was, he was in the toilet, but after, that was after seven, eight right. years of just terrible press. Right, uh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it makes you wonder. It's like, I don't, I don't know what things are going to be like by the time the midterm elections come, but, whew. That yeah. is nasty. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's sort of one of those things where, obviously, you know, I think we've discussed before, if the Republicans win the midterm elections, you know, you would want to be happy, but then again, is Mitch McConnell running the Senate really all that great of an accomplishment? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but nonetheless, I'd prefer that over Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi running things, so. Yeah, we need to at least slow down the... <laughs> Step towards if you're gonna kill me, just do it more slowly. Uh, I don't know, maybe I want it faster. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's go, Brandon. And uh, I think that's probably gonna become a thing. I mean, it's already a thing. But yeah. I could see that turning into chance and stuff. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, I mean, it's happened at uh, stadiums, right? Um, in college football. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope it continues. Do you see any possibility that because of Biden's unpopularity and let's go Brandon and all these things that are happening, COVID, that younger people, I don't want to say they'll be conservative college students, but maybe they're less likely to embrace the Democratic Party and, and liberalism after they're seeing what's happening in their lives? Uh, uh, okay, the way you phrase that's difficult. I, <laughs> the way you phrase I mean, it, I'm going to say no. Okay. Does it lead to them staying home and not participating in elections? Yes, and that's good for Republicans, of yeah. course. Um, so that's assuming that we are able to, you know prevent too much cheating uh, this time around. <laughs> it should be a landfall of, or a landslide of uh, victory for the Republicans in right. 22 and, uh, I don't know, hopefully in 24, heaven only knows who's going to be running that. I can't imagine it's going to be Joe Biden, and frankly, I can't imagine it'd be Kamala Harris. <laughs> so... <clears throat> It should be interesting, but um, yeah, analyzing this in the usual political way that we always have, yeah, this is, young people will stay home. I don't know that they assign this to Democrats, and I know how that sounds, how could you not? (laughs) But I've been, you know, Rush Limbaugh would lament this, it needs to be told to them. And I don't know, I've tried telling the idiots that I work with, and it doesn't seem to work as well. Um, maybe because I view them with contempt. Uh, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, I, I... Well, yeah, I mean, part of it is they're already part of the liberal tribe, so they're not going to leave the tribe. They, they're going to try to justify their beliefs somehow, some way. Yeah, it's, it's more, we need somebody better to implement this. Right, right. So my hope is that people who are 18, 19, 20, 21 years old on a college campus, still young kids, they're chanting, F you Biden, let's go Brandon. They're seeing these crazy restrictions on their lives. Again, I don't know if they're going to start waving, make America create flags, but perhaps, maybe, hopefully, at least they don't sort of fully embrace progressive liberalism. I guess that's my hope. That's my hope, too. Yeah. We need uh, a better class of conservative uh, politicians and, and uh, conservative celebrity uh, yeah. you know, to, to, to inform people, of course, with uh, Facebook and uh, Google and yeah. all these tech monopolies censoring them it's hard to get the message out but uh yeah that's certainly the hope now just on a segue on that because we don't have many conservative uh celebrities that's for sure yeah did you know that they're making another batman i think so yeah. they're making a batman uh different actors or whatever but this time the uh, villain is the riddler oh it won't be played by Jim Carrey this time. Oh, good. Because that guy <laughs> is nuts. <laughs> but I'm just like, man, how many times can people watch the same thing? Yeah, I like Batman. It's just... Oh, I know. Why it's... do we have to keep making these movies? Oh, yeah. It's... Um, it's... Uh, well, you know, Matt Walsh actually talked about this. It's, it's not a lack of ideas. It's... It's... Everybody has ideas, and... You know, humans are we're innovative beings. We come up with ideas all the time. It's the fact that um, <clears throat> good ideas, new ideas, are not embraced by these established media or entertainment companies. Yeah, you know, Disney and Warner Brothers and all that. Yeah, they all they have their. Uh, Oh, hey, we're, we pay to, to watch this shit. And yeah. It's the same shit. I, I texted you about Halloween, the Halloween movie, and it's, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was pretty good, but it's the same shit all the time. It, right. it never, there's nothing new here. And, yeah, yeah I, I, I would long for some, something new. But. Yeah. Well, it's gonna, if it's new, it's going to be woke. Well, if it's old, it's going to be woke, too. Oh, that's right. If they, it's a remake of an old thing, it's going uh, to be DC Comics and their new comic book, uh, Superman, is now bisexual. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you go. Superman takes it me. <laughs> that's his kryptonite, man, getting it up the ass. <laughs> Superman, man of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Superman needs anal reconstructive surgery. Oh. Well, speaking of someone who might have actually already had that, let's talk about Peter Gay Gay Buttigieg. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, and I don't blame you if you don't know, Peter Buttigieg ran for president, 
on the Democratic side. He's the mayor, former mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Where Notre Dame is. Yeah, that's right. And he uh, did better, I guess, than people expected in the primaries. And ultimately, Joe Biden named him Secretary of Transportation. And it's a position... Strictly for being gay. Correct. Correct. No, no actual... I mean, South Bend is a small place, I right. think. It's not, it's not Indianapolis. It's not New York City. It's, right. it's a small place. He has absolutely no credentials other than the fact that he takes it up the pooper. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Sorry, he's, go ahead. He, uh, he's never worked for Amtrak, although that probably wouldn't be much of a thing. Oh, no. either. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in a position that no one ever cares about or no one ever thinks about. However... Because of what's happening in the world, we have supply chain shortages and empty shelves and ships sitting off the West Coast, and they're just sitting there. And the East Coast. And the East Coast. Yeah. And so now, uh, people are like, I wonder what Peter Buttigieg is doing about this. Well, wouldn't you know, he's on paternity leave. Yeah. Since August. (laughs) And nobody noticed. (laughs) Yeah. Two months. Not not that you know, again, he doesn't know anything. It's not like having him at the helm is actually going to help the situation. Right. But isn't it? I mean, it's funny. It, it, this is this is a guy, he and his uh, husband have... <clears throat> uh, I can't remember if they had a surrogate or... Well, I think they would have to... Or if they adopted. <laughs> I know neither. But they're <laughs> acting like they gave birth. That's correct. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess um, I didn't know that cabinet members could take two months of paternity. Um, I thought you at least had to look like you were doing something, um, but uh, that's apparently not the case. And yeah, our our commerce trans by transportation has totally fallen apart, yeah. and we're on the brink of. Economic disaster, yeah. and Pete Buttgargle <laughs> is on paternity leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you don't hire people based strictly on their sexual preferences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> LA, they are trying to explain it away by suggesting because the common economy is booming so much, we have so much demand, and that's why we have delays. <laughs> Isn't that something? Um, well, let me ask you, though, what, what do you think about paternity leave? Is that something that uh, should even be a thing? Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about a, uh, a co-worker of mine, uh, J-Dubs, that, uh, John Jonathan mm, Williams. Mm, mm. Uh, he uh, is big into the idea of men taking, being given uh, leave for uh, becoming new parents. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of hard because you know, it used to be women stayed at home right. and men worked. And right. so, you know, a new baby comes and... You don't. The man doesn't need to be home. Right. Um, 
I don't know, it's hard. I, I, have, I have one child. It was very nice when, because she was born a month after the lockdown started, mm-hmm. so I was working from home. Right. It was very nice. Um, right. You know, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. If a company wants to provide that, I'm fine with it. Okay. I don't think it's the federal government's business to get involved with that yeah i'm just wondering like well neither one of them are actually a mother although i guess maybe one of them designated themselves as the mother but two months yeah that's pretty good that's yeah that's a nice uh benefit right there yeah i mean i guess he's not working from home either because it's and he probably could he could yeah yeah so (laughs) like would it be hard and who's who's at the helm anyway? Like you know, you would think the dep- deputy secretary right. would be able to step in and say, "Hey, unload those ships." <laughs> of course, right. it's a lot more complicated than that. You you don't have right. truckers. You don't right. have. I mean, you you've destroyed the economy by paying people to stay home. So right. you have all these open jobs. You have people not trucking. You have uh, uh, the the computer chips from Taiwan right. and China not being uh, able to be shipped Shipping. here, right. and apparently, I've heard that the supply chain is actually a very you know you don't just you don't just take a bunch of stuff and put it into a warehouse. A lot of like grocery stores are. Replenished ten times a day. Sure. Uh, I guess uh, a car company, the the seats aren't put into the the seats don't come into the uh, factory until they're ready to be put in. Like literally five minutes after they arrive. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's actually a pretty amazing it's pretty amazing the well oiled machine that it is while it's working. Um, so you have a lot of components that you have messed up a lot of gears that you have stuck a crowbar into that Mm -hmm. have jammed things up and so yeah it's not just oh yeah unload these ships and put it in a warehouse there are no warehouses that these companies own because they as soon as they bring something in they put it to use right but they can't put it to use so it's right it's far more systemic than that so i mean yeah, you know, this isn't just because Pete booted butt socks or whatever is <laughs> is incompetent. He is, but right. um, this is the administration throughout is totally messing this up, right. and I I believe it's intentional um, for yeah. the great reset purposes. But sure. that's maybe a, a different topic altogether. <laughs> It may be. Uh, just as an interesting antidote, uh, I was watching some old clip of the 1993 Houston Oilers. Mm. And one of the offensive tackles, uh, his wife was pregnant, and the wife was, well, basically went into labor on like Saturday. And they had an away game, and he called in and said, I'm not going to play on Sunday. I'm going to stay home with my wife, who's giving birth. 
Like nowadays, we would say, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, back in 1993 in Houston, that did not go over well. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think it would. <laughs> and they had players like saying how unfortunate it was and how we made the wrong decision. <laughs> oh, it's just great. <laughs> uh, so I guess views on uh, men and paternity have changed. So. Oh, <laughs> views on a lot of things have changed. <laughs> just ask John Gruden. <laughs> Well, since you brought him up, Garrett <laughs> okay, John Gruden, one of the most popular coaches in the league, known as Chucky, yeah. is no longer the coach of the Raiders because there was emails that were released uh, from 15 years ago in which, for example, he called uh, the commissioner of football, Roger Goodell, an anti-football pussy. Which is true. Uh, he then said the NFL should not draft queers. Which is true. <laughs> he uh, then said that uh, the uh, African-American man who runs the uh, Players Association had uh, <laughs> lips the bigger than Michelin tires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he also, I think he called Roger, I think he called Joe Biden a nervous pussy. Or yeah. A nervous pussy. And then he said, I think he said Goodell was a faggot too or something like that. <laughs> I agree with him on every aspect of this. So there's a lot to unpack here, though. First off, does anyone really believe... I mean, we were in locker rooms. Granted, we were in high school. but We were in locker rooms. We were on the football field. This is the way football coaches talk. Oh. This is the culture of football. Like, you think what John Gruden said is what anybody... other football... I mean, maybe Tony Dungy didn't say it. But most of the other coaches, that's how they talk. Yeah, it was funny to see uh, Randy Moss get all mm. emotional about it. It's like, Randy Moss and Chris Carter, you know, back in the Minnesota days, you yeah. got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> Those yeah. two are, you know, come on. You know what it reminds me of is when the whole thing happened with um, uh, in New Orleans with the... Uh, Attacking the head, right, and, right, right. You know, kill the head. Now I was shocked by that, but even Chris Carter, Chris Carter made the point of uh, saying, "No, this is how things go." I mean, people, you know, if somebody, you know, if a corner uh, <clears throat> took a cheap shot at me, <clears throat> I would pay uh, twenty five thousand dollars to somebody who laid him out or something. It's like this is <laughs> right. this is stuff that went on. This. And right. people love the sport, but man, they just can't take the sausage making that goes behind it. Oh, right. And uh, it's a shame that we all know about because it it's ruined the sport. Right. But, um, yeah, it's uh, no football is it is a tough, tough sport, and huh. it's for tough people. Which is why we didn't play beyond high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even today, I mean, we talk about how it's, uh, right. you know, not the game that it used to be, which is true, but still, these people are a lot tougher than oh. you and I are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Certainly emotionally, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, having a lot of athletic ability probably makes the game more fun, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you actually don't understand what it is that you're doing out there and that you're probably going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just not that fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, the other thing about this, too, is there's guys in the league that have done far worse things than John Gruden has. For example... Uh, you mean killing people? Beating uh, women? Beating women, beating children, assaulting people. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they took John Gruden out of their ring of honor, or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like you have Warren Sapp, who I think is... Wasn't he convicted of assaulting women? <laughs> <laughs> And you're upset because John Gruden talked trash in an email 15 years ago? Like, oh my God. Yeah, well, Um, the woke mob is not easy. But really, the reason Gruden was fired was because he did not bend the knee to the new age NFL that is promoting gender and sexuality. And he was a masculine, old school conservative, quote-unquotes, football coach. He was a white guy, and he was made an example of. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame, I guess. I didn't realize how great he was until now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been more public, John. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Some people said he should have fought it. Do you think he should have fought it? I'm not even sure he could have, but... I don't know. To to what extent, I mean... it's hard because I don't know that you'd I don't know that you'd have the respect of at least a significant part of your team. Right. Um, it, it's just it's not I just don't know that it's really worth it. Um, yeah. You know, he I don't know, you're 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 fighting you're fighting a system that is uh, right. I'm just so diseased. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's he'd have to survive in the the woke NFL. It's, yeah, who wants know. to do that? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, if he was running in a Republican primary, oh well, then he could survive. But <laughs> well, let's hope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe Gruden, if he goes away for two years, and he comes back, he apologizes. He goes on Oprah, he apologizes, and, <laughs> and maybe they let him back in. I don't know. No, I think he's done. <laughs> Not to mention, I would rather take it up the ass and go on Oprah. Yeah, well, I know how much you like Oprah, so... Oh, she is just the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> All right, well, moving on to our next topic. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Garrick, that Joe Biden, he was taking his booster shot. And they built a replica of, like, the White House within the White House. Yeah. (laughs) Someone's like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Truman Show, but it was with Jim Carrey, and it was, uh, he was someone that was actually born in a television show, but didn't realize he was being televised. He thought it was real life. Hmm. Um, But anyway, it's like the same thing with Joe Biden, like... They have a, like a stage for them. Like it's not even, why would you build a replica of the White House in the White House? And you know what, um, <clears throat> this, the, I, I'm telling you who loves this, QAnon folks. <laughs> I bet they do. Because, uh, and I've dabbled in it um, a bit, and <laughs> they've been saying that Donald Trump is the actual president. He <laughs> has... The new White House, like the new capital, is Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> and uh, Joe Biden is 
it's all it's all fake. It's all uh, it's all a set. And it's like to find this out, it's like, man, QAnon just got a booster shot. Yeah, yeah. He got a booster shot of that rat poison uh, <laughs> vaccine, but QAnon just got a booster shot of their. Uh, Alternate reality, which may or may not be true. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I would say if Trump is really the president, why are all these bad things happening? Couldn't he direct things in a better way? Well, that's sort of why I lean towards this probably <laughs> isn't the case. But, yeah, I don't know what the hell the point of having a fake set is all about. <laughs> that's, it's bizarre. At the, the, the minimum, it's bizarre. It could be something to do with Joe's dementia, maybe. Uh, I, I maybe think I, they can set it up so that no matter what way he looks, he can just read off a script. I think, yeah, that that was the one person I heard comment on Give a Reason was like, they're able to provide provide that kind of thing. They could just read uh, stuff and it's like, well, I don't know. Can't you do that in the actual Oval Office? Like right, when right. they read stuff from the Oval Office to the nation, they're reading off of a teleprompter. Right. But I, you know, it, right. there's something going on there. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's that Donald Trump's the actual president and <laughs> Biden's the fake president. I think it's something's going on there. Yeah, and I will be interesting when we find out what it is. Because <laughs> it's not fucking normal. No, let's it's just not. put it that. No, way. it's not normal. It's, I mean, he's the only person to have done that. Right. I mean, to me, the only conclusion is just that it has something to do with Joe's cognitive decline, and it's easier to build a television replica set to make it easier for him. I mean, that just makes more most sense to me, anyway. But yeah, maybe yeah. Um, well, that's comforting to know that you know, he's that fucked in the head now. <laughs> well, yeah, in our fearless vice president, Kamala Harris, I don't know if you saw this, she was doing a... Apparently she's so incompetent they make her do uh, space videos with children. <laughs> 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 and uh, the thing that's funny about it is they had to use child actors to... Uh, talk with her they couldn't even use real children and it was just she was so overcompensating in her the way she presented herself but yeah she did a video that was using child actors and talking about how great the space program is yeah <laughs> yeah that's and that's like the one of the few things that I've seen from her in months yeah as I said like I don't know. They, they can't want Joe Biden. I, I have to think that the people running this scam are actually pretty nervous. Because <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden is, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. But they still feel that it's better for him to be out there mm -hmm. than Kamala Harris. And they might be right. And that's scary. She is absolutely... Just the most unqualified person to have ever been vice president, possibly. Right. And that's saying something, because I'm sure that there have been some real morons. I've heard Dan Quayle is not brilliant. <laughs> potato is a hard word to spell. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, yeah, I don't know. This is this is sad. And, and <clears throat> I just heard that <clears throat> the Financial Times reported that China sent a uh, mm-hmm. yeah a, a warhead or a nuclear capable warhead around the world and got within like 24 miles of yep. the target and you know I, apparently our brilliant uh, Pentagon folks Mark Milley and such and, and and the CIA are just were just shocked by it it's like oh that's great yeah they're, <laughs> they're too busy worrying about January 6th ugh um, yeah so well, difficult times. I always say that maybe at some point it get, will be, be be better, but uh, I, it just hasn't happened yet. So, well, maybe twenty two will be better. <laughs> well, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one did not go well, so we're probably overdue for a good year next year. Well, let's hope. That's all I have to tell you. So far, twenty one's been better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I guess it depends on where you come from. Like if if you I guess from a political perspective you if you expected like you know thirty million amnesty granted citizenship and all that other crazy shit that they yeah, wanted hasn't happened yeah courts yeah. Puerto Rico becoming a yeah I mean that's what I expected so far um, Mansion and Cinema aren't even giving the uh, yeah. that ridiculous spending bill yeah so you know yeah. what those two. I keep saying it. They deserve the Medal of Freedom <laughs> if they hold firm on this. <clears throat> well, it isn't for a lack of trying from the left. Did you see that they uh, followed Kristen Cinema into the bathroom? Yeah. And then uh, Bernie Sanders was out there trashing uh, Manchin and Manchin right. has, uh, said, I'm not going to give in to a socialist. It's like, yeah! <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they haven't moved on to trying to flip uh, Murkowski and, and Romney. Yeah. <laughs> that might be actually be a better choice for them. <laughs> yeah, don't tell them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Let us know what you think in the comments. And give us a shout on Rumble and Parlor. And Garrick, I guess that's it till next time. All right. Hopefully better news next time. Uh We can always help. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.